reminder, I will not be here tomorrow. <laughs> so this is a wrap for the week for me. So this is my final episode of this week, but I will be back uh, on Monday. So just one day off. If I had a staff at all, other than myself, I'd have somebody fill in for me, but uh, I'm not that big. So, so it is what it is. All right. Why do we keep talking about places that you need to not spend your money at because they are actively working against you? We keep going over this, but I'm trying to really pound this into people's heads and help hopefully change your opinion on where you spend your money because you don't want to spend money with people that are actively working against you day to day. Target previously funded an organization that pushes for the demilitarization of the U.S. military and advocates for shutting down uh, Mount Rushmore. All the other problems that we just saw come out of Target with the grooming issues, and Target's been a lefty organization for a long time. It's just now that they've really ramped things up ever since 2020 and the whole George Floyd nonsense. Um, they've really chosen a side, and they've chosen to embrace that side. I'm sure some of it is they were being pushed by some of these large investment firms, uh, but nonetheless, they have embraced it, and they do what they do. So the latest one that we all saw, which they've received massive backlash for, is the transgender, the uh, the whole Pride Month thing with underwear or bathing suits for little boys, uh, the girl bathing suit that's supposed to be for a little boy so that he could uh, tuck his uh, private part away in so that he can wear it like a little girl. And then there was, ma you know, obviously massive backlash. I think that they've lost up to this point as a company $13 billion, as they should. Um, the backlash was so swift and damaging to them that they relocated everything to the back of the stores and removed some of the merchandise because it was just too harsh for them. They were already struggling as a company. I don't know if you, if you used to go to target versus now target, even back before the pandemic, uh, target was not the, it was not a place that was over busy or at least in my areas. It wasn't, I mean, you go to Walmart on the weekend, it's an animal house. You go to target on the weekend. It's, Walmart on a weekday, maybe even a little bit less. So they weren't doing that well in the first place. They're they're pricey. Uh, their grocery section, uh, you're not going to beat the prices that Walmart's given you. They're, the grocery section was similar to that of a Winn-Dixie or, or whatnot. So they weren't doing good. They jumped into the political arena and they do this. Well, why I tell you not to spend money there? is if you decide to spend your dollars there, your dollars are being used literally to work against you. Right here, Target's used, Target used its nonprofit foundation, the Target Foundation, to fund the NDN's collective in 2022. According to the foundation's official website, uh, NDN Collective seeks to close Mount Rushmore because it's a symbol of white supremacy. NDN's president and CEO Nick Tilson said in July of 2020 press release, uh, the uh, organization has also pushed to demilitarize the U.S. military for violence, destruction, and negative impacts that uh, U.S. Imp imperialism has had on our, li on our life ways. The NDN Collective insisted that the scarred uh, Paha Sapa, uh, hopefully I'm saying that correctly, Black Hills, to be returned to the Lakota people, when it's called for the closure of Mount, uh, Mount Rushmore in 2020. They said, and I quote, Mount Rushmore is on stolen Lakota land and its very existence is a symbol of white supremacy. Tilson went on to say, in, oppo in opposing the ongoing 
desecration of our sacred land and asking for the return of Lakota lands where Mount Rushmore is instituted. We are not saying anything that our parents, grandparents, and great-grandparents haven't already said. The Lakota have opposed Mount Rushmore since the very beginning of its existence. So Target's donating, and it doesn't say the exact dollar figure, but I would assume quite a large sum of money to them. The Target Foundation has also funded a grantee that says parents must teach their white children to see color and argues that capitalism helps promote racism. And that was according to Fox News. And the Fox News did not name the alleged grantee. Doesn't really matter who it is. The fact of the matter is they are actively using the money that you are spending there to fund these radical um, organizations. Uh, meanwhile, the corporate giant has also worked to accelerate its diversity, equity, and inclusion funding following the whole Black Lives Matter thing, which we had already said. Uh, diversity chief Kira Fernandez has demanded white women get to work to fight systemic racism. So just know that if you are white, Target pretty much is telling you that they hate you. I mean... If, if you're telling white women that they got to do something to actively work against racism, I don't know what you do other than knowing that you're not a racist. What more are you supposed to do? I mean, how much are you supposed to do? You know, I always go back to check your lineage. Did your family own slaves? Because they want you to believe that every single white family in the United States at some point in time owned a slave. The fact of the matter is that's not true. That theory is easily discredited when you actually look at the real numbers. A good majority of slaves that were owned were owned in the southern states. Not that it was only in the southern states, but a good majority of them were only in the southern states. They were owned by blacks, whites, and Indians alike. Okay, so black people were owned by pretty much every race that was here at the time. And then once you start breaking down percentages, it was a very small percent of people that actually owned slaves. All right. But they want you to believe that you need to do something to correct the wrongdoings of people that you have no lineage to, you did nothing with from over 200 years ago. They want you to feel bad about being a racist when you know that you are not a racist, you have no issues, you interact with everybody pleasantly, but they expect you to, for some reason, feel bad and that there's something that you need to do about it. What usually comes out of that is, you push people to do something that degrades themselves. Okay, so you're going to have white women doing something that's going to degrade them. And that makes, I guess, the left feel better. What the problem is, is you have all these Harvard graduates in, in Congress that are up there that are white privileged and they have so much money, they feel guilty about how much money they have. So they have to figure out some way to make themselves feel better. So they take these ridiculous causes on, these non-issue causes, and they go and decide to infect and spew this poison on everybody in the United States that you have to do something to make the situation better. You know what you have to do to make the situation better? Nothing. You're not a racist. You haven't done anything. You haven't, you haven't behaved in a racist manner. You haven't owned a slave. Uh, you've never even met a slave because slavery was abolished in 1865. So yeah, I would venture to say even if you are a hundred years old, which would put you at being born in 1923, you probably, maybe, maybe have known somebody that might have been enslaved. Maybe. Okay. So the good majority of you have never even met somebody who was a slave. There's nothing you have to do, but one thing you should do is not spend money 
with corporations that work against you. They're trying to destroy our monuments. Look, hey, Mount Rushmore, I've not seen it myself. I would love to. Okay, there are so many amazing places in the United States that I would love to go visit and see. I don't need to travel outside of the United States. The world right now is in chaos, not to mention it's more affordable to travel within the United States. So I would love to go and see Mount Rushmore personally. I think that is a, a human feat that they accomplished that is unbelievable. I would love to see it in person and stand at it and, and get pictures and really take in what I'm looking at there. Uh, and with that being said, down the road from that, I'd like to go see, I believe they got crazy horse down the road from that. I'd like to go see the statue of that as well, because again, that's American history. Okay. Target is working to destroy these things, working for companies that destroy these things. Yeah. I, I'm not with all that. Yeah, you, you want to destroy our history. You want to destroy our country. You want us to feel bad because we were born a certain color. I mean, this is racism at its best. This is American hating racists that are out here promoting their ideology and they're coming after all of us because of your skin color that you shouldn't spend a dollar with these people because they're using it against you. That's just more proof that they're using it against you. The agenda that they're pushing with the kids uh, the fact that they're funding different, or- and these are just a couple we know about, but the fact that they're funding these different organizations that are actively working against what it, it what America really is, that's a problem. So just uh, another update on Target. If I'm sure you were probably not shopping there anyways, but if you had that little doubt in your mind because there's something there that's so good that you got to go get it, just know now that if you are spending your money there, those are the types of things that you are funding. You are funding for them to try to shut down Mount Rushmore. You're funding for them to try to shut down the military. You're also helping fund them to re-educate white people and call for for, uh, them to teach your children that white people are inherently bad and then also this big conglomerate of a company that makes millions and billions of dollars being a capitalist organization. They want to teach you now that capitalism is bad. I guess that's only when it's not pertaining to their organization because God forbid they got to make their money. All right. 2 million immigrants leased into the U S under Biden. They're probably here indefinitely with everything that's been going on. This will come as no surprise to you An estimated 2 million immigrants uh, are awaiting future immigration court dates since Biden took office and the likelihood that the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement officers will remove them is virtually non-existent. Uh, experts on this very uh, experts on this varies by side and by issue, but mainly the general consensus is they've already made it past the border. You're already in here. You already have a court date, and you're not going anywhere anytime soon. And 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 let me let me tell you how sad that truly is. Uh, in the state of Florida, we sent. Uh, assistance to the border in Texas. And then we sent 52, I think it's 5,200 people over there to assist with the border. Since the people that we've uh, sent over there to assist, they've encountered thousands of people. They've made hundreds of arrests. They even helped arrest a MS-13 member that's on the terrorist watch list. Just that little bit of help that we sent Texas you got 186 arrests, and mostly the arrests were drug dealers and smugglers, human smugglers. That's a little bit of effort that one state is helping out another state did. These are the type of people that they are catching coming over the border. Okay, 
So when they tell you that everybody coming over the border is just looking for a better life and they have no ill intentions, well, that's blatantly false too. There you go. We're going to do facts versus fiction. We've already caught just the, just from the state of Florida with the thousands of encounters that they have had over there. Just those particular agents have already arrested. Oh, I think it was 186. Uh, my memory might, I, I browsed through the article. It might um, not be serving me correctly, but it's around that number. Uh, they've already arrested smugglers, drug smugglers, human traffickers, sex traffickers. They've already arrested those, and they picked up that one MS-13 gang member who's actually on our terror FBI terror watch list. So don't tell me everybody that's coming over the border is all here, and it's raindrops and lollipops, and everybody coming across the border is a good person because it's obviously a lie. All right. That being said, how many came through that got away with $2 million? They've only encountered a few thousand. And this is what they've picked up in that few thousand. Two million have come across the border. What type of people have we now allowed into the United States? That, on all accounts, you can go through this. It's on the Washington Examiner. The uh, heading on the article is two million immigrants released into the U.S. under Biden are here indefinitely. You can read through it and you'll see the different opinions on there. But the general consensus, like I said, is that they are here. They're going to stay here. So now we're not going to be able to get rid of these people and we have no idea how many of these people are actually good people versus bad people. Because if you just start doing some percentages uh, with what they encountered, even if it was only 5 to 8% of what they encountered were uh, people that were an issue, well, take 5 to 8% of 2 million, that's a hell of a lot of people coming in here with uh, bad intentions and that are bad people that are now in the United States, which is going to do what to us? It puts us at danger, puts our communities at risk, and ultimately crime is going to spike and we're stuck with these people. It's going to put more strain on police officers because since there's more crime, they're going to have to deal with this nonsense and you don't even know how crazy the people that are coming across truly are. Because if you're getting somebody that's on the FBI, you don't make the FBI... Uh, most wanted list, unless you're a a pretty rough individual. Okay, yeah, you're you're not just going to get on there because you know you hustled some money here and there, or you know maybe you you sold a little bit of drugs or this. If you're on the if you're on that list, you're usually deserving of being on that list, and you are pretty much a degenerate, low life, and a dangerous person. So. How many of those are in the country? How many times have we reported over the last couple of years that they have caught actual terrorists from overseas coming across the border, known terrorists? I can't imagine what kind of people are in the interior of our country right now. What a sad state of affairs. It should not be this way. It's not that complicated to keep the border shut down. Joe Biden gave everybody an open invitation in 2020, and ever since then, our border has just been flooded. I brought with I, I brought to you yesterday Eric Adams. They they've been sending uh, uh, migrants, immigrants, illegal aliens, however you want to say it, <clears throat> to different parts of the country. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, to different parts of the country, uh, figuring that hey, listen, you guys want them here. You got to deal with the problem like we do here in the South. So they're sending them everywhere. These cities cannot hold them. These quote unquote sanctuary cities don't have the capacity to house even 20, 30, 50,000 illegals. Two million have come across. And who's getting the brunt of that are our Arizona or Texas or California 
And that's an issue. Just like, I don't know if you saw, Gavin Newsom was complaining because Ron DeSantis dropped off a couple plane loads. It was about 30 immigrants that wanted to go, I think it went to San Diego. I believe it was San Diego. Uh, it was either San Diego or San Francisco. Uh, dropped him off over there because that was their final destination, and he's threatening to sue and you know slinging some mud and throwing, calling Ron DeSantis some bad names for sending him there. But you guys are supposed to be sanctuary states and cities, so you should be welcoming them with open arms. I mean, I, that's what I thought the point of this was. All right, New York can't handle it. California obviously can't handle it. Chicago can't handle it. D.C. can't handle it. None of these places can handle when you're busing just a few thousand people up there. All of a sudden, it becomes you know a, a national emergency that we got to do something about them sending them up here. It's not shut the border down. It's about getting the southern states to stop moving these people up into where we are at. Because, you know, it's it's easy not to worry about a problem when you're up in D.C., but you never ever see one of these illegals come <laughs> into your into your uh, your city there. That's easy. It's a lot harder when they start dropping them off. Eric Adams offering people's homes up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it just... Over the last two years, the Biden administration has done everything that they can to destroy this country. And unfortunately, whoever is here is here, and we are going to have to deal with them. We're going to have to make adjustments, and we're going to have to deal with them. Now, on all accounts, are the majority of people that are coming here looking for a better life and just want to get a job and do their thing over here? I'm sure they are. But unfortunately, mixed into that group of people are going to be people that are here to cause problems. They came here and they're going to be here and they're going to cause us problems. And we as Americans are going to have to deal with it because of Joe Biden's lack of leadership. Uh, and it's, it's not even really leadership. I don't even want to say that because this is what they want. This is their agenda. So we're, we are seeing their agenda unfold. That, that's why, ultimately, I believe we should do good in 24. I don't want to get people excited and everybody gets lazy and doesn't show up, but you would assume we're going to do well in 24 just because I think all of America is getting sick and tired of this nonsense. They know, whether they like Donald Trump or not, you're at a point now where you're having so many people come out and say that they know that they had it better under Donald Trump. They know it. Economically, safer, everything. They were better under Trump. Even if they didn't like the guy, at least their personal lives were better. They were safer. They had more money in their pocket. Things were better. All they had to deal with was the irritation from mainstream media constantly attacking this man. Beyond that, so I think people will vote for the policies. I, at least I hope they do. I'm feeling like more and more people are seeing it. So in 2024, they're going to say, no, nah, we can't do four more years like this. I, I can't even afford groceries. I'm getting killed at the grocery store. I'm getting killed at the gas station. I'm getting killed with taxes. I can't take vacations like I used to. I don't have any, uh, any additional income here. I, I got to do something. So hopefully that's where that goes. But this is Biden's plan unfolding and before your very eyes. Two million illegals come across the border, and on all accounts, pretty much all experts say they're here to stay. We're just going to have to absorb them, sort them out, figure everything out, and we're going to have to deal with what's here. Listen, election is, what, 17 months away, 18 months away? Yeah, it's a long time. Two million, just the tip of the iceberg. There's going to be a lot more over the course of that next year and a half. Until we get somebody else in the White House that hopefully will say at the po- at that point on Inauguration Day, the border is now closed. If you're at the border, we are sorry. Go home. Okay, We are shutting it down until we can sort this mess out and figure everything out. That's it. 
Because that's what needs to happen as far as the border goes. Shut it down and sort it out. And hopefully somebody will be put in place that is willing to stand up and do that. All right. John Kerry. You know, I don't I don't wish ill on anybody. I certainly don't wish for people to die because <clears throat> that's that's not the uh the way. Uh but there are certain people that are advanced in their years that are just such horrible individuals. You wonder, like, when are we gonna have to stop dealing with these morons? When are they going to finally just kind of go and drift off? You know, I mean, it's John Kerry's one of them. John Kerry is a globalist through and through. John Kerry is pretty much full of crap any given day. Depending on the day, he is pretty much full of crap every day, all day. Well, John Kerry said a, a world population nearing 10 billion people by the middle of this century is unsustainable. So here we go with the climate scare. The U.S., Special Climate Envoy John Kerry declared Wednesday before setting out uh, his future plans for the planet. Who gave this guy the right to make plans for the planet? Why does he get to make plans for the planet? Did we all elect him to do said job? Did we say, hey, John, we want you to be the guy to figure out everything that's going on with the planet? Because I, I, I don't recall that. I, I don't recall that election. I don't recall going down that route. I don't recall even a, uh, a conversation about that. Since, no, since November, the global population has officially crossed $8 billion. More than three times that figure in 1950. Well, if we, by the middle of the century, are at 10 billion people, you have to consider what we're... Please, we got to use common sense. You have to consider what we're talking about here. All right. Up to this point, up till COVID, okay, up till COVID, did you ever want or need for anything? Was there always enough food in your grocery store? Let me ask you, was there too much food in your grocery store where they would have to donate it before it went that bad, where they would run sales to get it off the shelves because there is such an abundance of food that you didn't have an issue feeding yourself. Because I would say the biggest issue with population would be um, feeding them is keeping people from going hungry and people from starving up until 2020. We didn't have that problem. Okay. And then COVID came in and these globalists took their best shot. And they're still working on it. And all of a sudden, we're having problems with supply chains. All of a sudden, you can't get the same things that you used to get before. We didn't have these problems. And I would I would bet that if we get the right leadership here in the United States, that by the middle of the century, you know, that growth in population, we would be able to handle that because it's mainly about people starving. There is plenty of land that people have to move on to. There's plenty of it. There's plenty of room left in this world. We are not at a point where there is nothing left. We have run out of all natural resources. We, we It's just, we're not there. And as long as everybody can be fed, then we should be okay. Their estimates, whether they would like to believe this or not, are probably not as good as they'd like you to believe they are. Because if you just look at birth rates in the United States, we are heading towards 
if we're not bringing people in illegally across the borders, we're actually headed towards a population decline. Most families anymore are only having one child, so you're taking two and cutting it in half to one. Okay, that's that's population loss. Okay, we're heading in that direction because you're getting to the point where this younger generation, if they only have a child, they'll have a child. If they have kids, they only have a child. And most of them are saying that they don't want any children. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with this younger generation. They didn't definitely didn't grow up the way I did. Me and my wife and everything, we were excited. We want to have a big family because at least in our mind, we're picturing the holidays around a Christmas tree. We're picturing Thanksgiving. We're all these kids running everywhere, and it just seems like an amazing moment in life. It seems like what you live for. And to be honest with you, if you don't have kids, you'll figure it out. That is what you live for. Uh, but they don't want to. So I, I don't know how much I believe all these numbers. John Kerry is certainly not going to give you the right numbers, and any globalist organization is not going to because this is scare tactics. You see, they put it far enough in the future where they could scare the hell out of you for the next 20 years. And during that scare period, they'll put things in place saying that it's going to help. Well, we just got to take this from you and take that from you. And we're going to put these regulations and these rules in place because ultimately, by the time we get there, you know, you guys should be okay. This is constant you see the climate change the 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 global warming every they are using it is a constant attack on freedom it is a forever war like in 1984 if you ever read the book that's one of the big plots in the book is it's a forever war there is always a war with a different person a different place that's just part of how they kept control this is climate change is their forever war. You're in a war you can't see. You're in a war that you don't know how to fight. You're in a war that only the elite know what to do, but you as an individual have no idea. That's the war you're in. It's an illusion. It's bull crap at the end of the day. Okay, so I'm not too worried about how much we grow as a society as long as we can sustain them with at a minimum putting food in everybody's stomach. I also see population decline uh, in the near future. Uh, I don't I don't think that we're going to continue to grow population-wise. You know, unfortunately, this younger generation has had their minds warped. They buy into so much of this climate crap, and then on top of that, with the ideology that they're uh, that's being shoved down their throat, and they, they, uh, the government's anti-family, and so many of them have bought into this, you're going to see a decline in the population rather than an increase. Again, the only reason that we are showing any type of a steady increase in the United States at the moment mainly has to do with immigration. But if you look at birth rates in the United States, you know, it's, what is it, 1.4? I think uh, we talked about this not too long ago, maybe a month or month or so. I think it's at 1.4, is it 1.7 children, child per uh, family, per, per couple. You're not even replacing yourself. You're less than replacing yourself. So you're going from a two to a one. There you go. You you didn't even replace the two of you. When you die off, that they have one and they marry somebody and they have one and it just continues down. You just keep trimming that number down. Until eventually, I guess somebody when your bloodline is going to go either, hey, I'm going to have a whole lot of kids or I'm not going to have any more kids. So anyway, the, the point of this was don't get spooked by what you see. And John Kerry not wishing anything ill or bad on him, but uh, I look forward to the day that John Kerry no longer participates or is active in this and he can just kind of 
go retire and go off into the sunset there because he is a very annoying person. <laughs> he is one of the worst with promoting this globalist climate agenda. And it would be nice to not see his ugly face anymore. All right. Again, I will not be here tomorrow. So, you know, Friday, you're on your own. Or, or maybe you're getting a good break and it's a break you need. <laughs> I can't listen to that guy. Not another day. He's annoying as hell. <laughs> but, but I won't be here. So uh, I hope you like what you're hearing. I hope you have a beautiful weekend. Enjoy that with your family. I'm going to go enjoy it with my family. Uh, we will do it again on the weekend.